Welcome back, wine moms, to another episode of Mommy Wines Podcast. Thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emma Don production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. Do you love supporting the show? Shop all the MWP branded merchandise on themommywines.com or click the support link in the show notes below. This week's show is brought to you by our sponsors, Anchor, my podcast platform, and in my entirely biased opinion, the best way to record, edit, and upload your podcast all in one place. One Hope. One Hope wines are thoughtfully created by the most acclaimed winemakers rooted with purpose right in the heart of Napa Valley, California. One Hope puts your wine to work by donating over $5 million and counting to causes all around the world. Shop One Hope today and feel good with each sip at onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Zaya Active. Need premium quality active and loungewear, but hate the price tag on top designer and retail brands? Shop myzaya.com backslash emmadon for men's, women's, and youth styles today. New Zaya Active items are released every Wednesday along with new episodes of the Mommy Wines podcast, so make sure you're following along on IG for new items showcased every week in my stories. The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker is mine and Milo's online, eco-friendly, naturally focused dog supply shop with everything you need from fetching accessories to daily doggy essentials. Shop thefetchingbarker.com and use code ZEPPELIN15 to save a checkout. EDJ Consulting Group. If you didn't know, podcasting isn't my full-time gig just yet. By day, I am a business financial consultant specializing in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping, tax prep, and payroll. This is what has allowed me to not have to choose between my son or a job. If you're interested in learning how you can become a home bookkeeper, check out my Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. You can find more info at edjconsultinggroup.com. Now let's get into the episode. Hello. 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 How are you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Is yeah. this your? I was just thinking about this. Is this your first time on the podcast? It is. This is my very first time. I'm oh, just my God. I know. You're going to be famous. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're already famous. No. Oh, oh, my God. That gives me anxiety. <laughs> like yeah that's that's what I love about podcasting is like nobody really like knows my, what I look like probably <laughs> they and probably like, imagine you like certain way like they probably like if they didn't know who you know um, Morgan Freeman looked like they probably had a very different image than what he actually does right <laughs> Oh my God, I love Morgan Freeman. I I can listen to him in anything, just whatever. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. There's another person. Oh my God, I was just thinking this the other day, who I could just listen talk, like 
forever. I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was like watching something on TV. But Morgan Freeman is one of those people. Unfortunately, I don't think my voice is one of those voices. Um, (laughs) I think it's so obnoxious. No, 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 no. But like, oh my God. Like, that's really what I love about podcasting is like, nobody knows what I look like unless they really like hunt down my like regular Instagram. And hopefully they're just picturing me like blonde with like really long hair and leggy. <laughs> like, yes, not a yacht yes. in Miami. Yeah, with, like a tan. Imagine me tan. Like, so weird, right? <laughs> yeah, but we have actually met in person. So I know we can just, you know, we'll live in that fantasy for now. So it's fine. So should everyone else. Everyone yeah. else, like, that's exactly what we look like. Don't even question it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe this is the first time you're being on the podcast. That's so crazy. Why haven't you been on before? I don't know. I think before you had uh, – you didn't have uh, a way for us to uh, oh, that's do right. it because I lived in Tennessee and you lived in Utah. And you're like, well, unless you physically come out here for like a weekend, you that's know. Right. And Thank you, um, COVID. Yeah. For helping me figure out how to record remotely. Exactly. You know what, though? I liked the time of having co-hosts, but I think the show has grown a lot, and I have more flexibility doing it solo. Um, So, you know, maybe it was just meant to be. Exactly. That's my thoughts. Exactly. And I what love you- the guests that you do have, and you get to talk about whatever you want, and it's grown, and you're right. It's very different from the beginning, but I did love your original co-host. and um, Oh, Tara. I mean, yeah, she was great. But I, I just loved your guys' chemistry, and, you know. I liked it, too. Yeah. I, but- I do miss her, because I think it brought a lot of, like, um, just a lot of dynamics to the show she was like older her kids were older well and um, she had just great energy and you just felt like yeah. oh she's like my sister and you guys are yeah. having a conversation and I'm just a part of it like <laughs> yeah yeah it, was, it was awesome the beauty guru um not so much it kind <laughs> of helps to have a little bit of things between the ears you know have some like thoughts Yes. And I could not get her to like focus. I think she has ADHD because she would either be eating during the entire episode, which was a pain in the ass to edit and produce because I do that still for myself. <laughs> Come pick me up, iHeartRadio or, or something. I don't know because I'm sick of editing my own podcast. Right. Um, or she would be like doing her nails or like doing her hair or putting like makeup on and I'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like you're like lady sit here and pay attention it yes. was literally like trying to do a podcast with Milo oh man it you know was, like can you just sit I, here and well be obviously quiet? obviously hopefully that doesn't <laughs> happen here <laughs> but no yeah I always feel like we have like the best conversations and there are times where yeah, like do. Brian and um, Brian will be in the other room 
And he was just like, what do you guys even talk about for so long? And I'm like, we just talk about whatever we want, whenever we want, I guess, you know, and it yeah. just works out. <laughs> so Don't question me, Brian. Yeah. Like Don't. if we go from one extreme <laughs> to the other topic, like how do you start with wine and then you go out to like serial killers or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and you can't even question us, Brian, yeah, because exactly. we can't give you an answer. <laughs> Like, just let it go. Yeah, and, you know, talk about cults and, like, now we're solving crimes. Like, who cares? Just let let it be. Like, let it go with the totally. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a melting pot of um, just nonsense. All right. Basically, like, how our, like, thoughts are is, like, how we have right, conversations. No. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. So we were texting. Okay, let's give a little backstory. Yes. So um, a million years ago, I from another was land. a young, a young lady, and <laughs> I decided to move to Las Vegas. Living it up in Vegas. Do nothing. It was a whim, and I moved three days after I was like, "I'm gonna move," and then I did, and. Um, you know, I was, like, looking for an apartment and, like, figuring things out. And then I met Lisa, everyone. Yeah, that's how we first met. I was your leasing agent, and we immediately clicked. And it oh was... Oh, my God, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, we were on tour, and I just felt like I've known you all my life, and we just became best <laughs> friends. Like, it was that simple. It was just that easy. Um, yeah, and we went through some shit, and we did. we've been friends for, like, a really long time. Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, is, like, there are times where I felt like I clearly was a jerk in the friendship, right? Like, we clearly had some issues, and I, I had to take my... turns. Yeah, but but we didn't let that ruin nice it person. later, you know? But I, I felt no. awful, you know, for some of the things that did happen and transpired, but, I mean... It is what it is, but I, I I do think it's a blessing that you are in my life and that, you know, I have Julian and you have Milo because we have similar situations. And so I have a friend oh that I can talk to about I, anything. <laughs> I was going back on my old, old travel Instagram. This was like my Instagram when Instagram first came out. So the pictures on there are like crazy old and like with your dreadlocks. Well, I have dreads now. Do you? Yeah. Girl, what? But yeah, but like this was when Juju Bean was a baby. Yes. So little. I love him. And like, oh, I was going to say, I think, no, I, I don't think I did. I was going to send them to you, but like, oh my God, they were so cute. And I was like looking at your Instagram just a minute ago to get like a picture for the little um, like promotion photo for the podcast episode. That's awesome. And I was like, oh my God, he's so big. And he's so mature now. Yeah. Now I have a seven year old, but when we met, I was just finishing my divorce from my first yeah. husband. I was, he was, what, almost two? Not even. He was, like, one and a half when we first met. Oh, my God. I know. And, um, you know, I just 
my ex Yeah, you weren't even divorced yet. I wasn't. I wasn't even divorced yet. My ex-husband already went to Texas, was already out of the picture. I was living it up from Las Vegas where I was born and raised. And I was working in an apartment complex trying to figure out if I should move there on site because it make it easier. Um, Because I was having issues with my mom and our relationship because of it, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was like I had a bunch of things going on. And then, like, you met within that chaos, and it it became, like, this, you know, I guess natural. It was beautiful within the chaos, I guess. <laughs> like, this natural. That's what I do. I just dive in yeah. to the eye of the hurricane. <laughs> Pretty and much. I'm just, like, riding it, you know, like, swinging my lasso around, like, fucking chaos. <laughs> like, yeah, yeehaw. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, that was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. You know, you were, it was a good time. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> but yeah, so a little backstory. Basically, I'm now, I moved to Tennessee four years ago. And um, at the time with my boyfriend, Brian, who like basically told me in a nutshell, like on a Wednesday, like, hey, I know we're not engaged. And I know you have a son and we've been dating for like, two years at that time or a year and a half (laughs) and he was like would you relocate you and your entire family and move with me to Tennessee and I kind of thought about it because I was like okay sure when do we have to move he was like like this weekend like he told me on a Wednesday (laughs) like hey let's uproot your entire life to me. Oh my God. I remember that. Yeah. And I basically was like, we're not even engaged. Like you are my boyfriend and we've been living together like maybe eight, nine months now. And now you want to meet, like I had a two-year-old now at that time, a two and a half year old, almost three. And you want me to uproot my whole life. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, totally, totally fine. We'll be okay. <laughs> and I mean, it literally happened on a Wednesday. Thursday, I told him I would only go if he was my fiance or my husband because I just did not feel comfortable. And then he proposed to me that Friday. We went on top of the world. Oh, I love a good ultimatum story. Yeah, basically, we, you know, he proposed to me on Friday. We went to on top of the world on Vegas. Okay. And my son is there. We're all dressed up. I'm in white, you know. And um, he proposes to me with a promise ring and he has blue and I have blue. So it clearly was like, okay. And then that Saturday (laughs) we (laughs) left and packed our entire lives in this truck and just left and moved to Tennessee. And it took us like four days because I had a three-year-old basically now who just got oh my God, I love just it. got potty trained, okay? Like, I was so proud because he just got potty trained. I had to put him back in diapers because we had to just go. So I was driving in my Jeep with my dog, with my now fiancé, <laughs> and we were just hauling ass to just get to Tennessee because he had to start his job by that Monday. Like, it, but then we obviously, we obviously had to push his, like, start date, and then we had to, like, you know, find a place to live, and, like, but we were all just, we didn't have any information. I mean, his company was paying for it, and they were ready to go with him, but they're like, yeah, you need to get out here and start that Monday. Like, 
how insane is that? <laughs> like, I didn't even get a chance. That is insane. I didn't even get a chance. Well, I remember you were so stressed. You didn't plan at, like, at all. Uh, no. You just, like, maxed out your credit cards and was like, okay. <laughs> but, like, you didn't plan. No. Like, normally, people are like, okay, I'm going to relocate and I have a family. Let's, like. Six months sell our stuff or let's like start saving for the move because from somebody who has moved back and forth across the country um six or so times now um (laughs) it's not like normally a thing that you do on a whim you like prepare and you sell like your the junk and you declutter your house yeah that just did not happen like (laughs) that was just get things yeah like you get things organized and I remember you were talking like you're like we're still um you know it's Tuesday and we're here uh we're just like looking for apartments and I'm like what over here at mommy wines we love wine And there's absolutely nothing better than cheersing your way through the holidays. One Hope is an affordable boutique wine company coming to you directly from Napa Valley, California that gives back by supporting nonprofits. They have a bubbly brute sparkling wine that supports end childhood hunger. One in five children do not know where their next meal is coming from, but thanks to the charitable wine lovers like yourself, One Hope has been able to provide over two million 758,428 meals to help feed hungry children. Or there's my new favorite, a red, believe it or not, a Pinot Noir that has helped over 65,267 and counting pets find forever homes. This season, give the gift of One Hope wine and feel good that by shopping One Hope, you're helping the world become a better place. Being charitable this holiday season has never been easier with One Hope's gift boxes. Make sure to check out onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Once again, that's onehopewine.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Also, the link is in the show notes below. Uh, we were even living in a motel for about a week and a half and, um, because we still, we still didn't have a place to live. And we were at the point where we were like, um, so if I, and the thing is that what was crazy is I got a job at the storage place, like that day that we just booked to like store all of our stuff. But I didn't even know where I was going to live. Okay. So I got a job just because I was talking to someone <laughs> that I said, hey, you love that job though. You worked there for a really I long did. time. I basically was a leasing agent. I had property management experience. They were looking for a property management, but for storage. And so like, they basically hired me on the spot. I had like, I wasn't even dressed for the interview. I had a mom bun. I had like crap in my hair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was like cheese, like on my shirt somewhere. <laughs> Uh, from like you know Cheetos and whatever and I look like a hot mess and they were like do you have a resume and I was like yeah and they're like how do you feel about starting on Monday and I just like just toured my stuff with them and I was like sure where's the job they're like it's in Franklin I have no idea where that's at I don't even know where I am (laughs) (laughs) you know what though like that's one of the things 
I love about Tennessee. Yeah. And like pretty much anywhere on like that east side. But like Tennessee to me, like when I was there, I was I I went there to like visit like really quick. I was going to spend like 4 days in Nashville. And this was like back when I was traveling before I even ended up in Vegas. That's and awesome. I was like, okay, like this is going to be a good time. Like I have a break. I'm going to spend a few days in Nashville and just like chill, you know, and like figure out what my next moves are. Well, I go to a bar. Um, you've probably been there since you lived there. It's called the Wagon yep. Wheel. I know exactly what you're talking about. So <laughs> I walked in. It's like this cute little narrow, like uh, main street bar. And it has, like, a cute little wagon wheel, and it's all decorated with, like, antique kind of, like, farming equipment kind yeah. of stuff. Super cute. Well, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hello. And, like, no bartender. Hello. There's two other guys that are just, like, hanging out. <laughs> um, no bartender. 15 minutes goes by. No bartender. So the one guy is drinking a beer out of, like, a bottle. And it's empty. And he's like, if you make what you're getting, get me a Miller Lite. And I'm like, okay. So (laughs) I used to be a bartender. Like, that's kind of my thing back in the day. I would, like, take a break from finance or work two jobs. Because before I had Milo, I, like, had all the time in the world. (laughs) I could work multiple jobs or go back and forth or move around wherever I wanted. But so I waited like 20 minutes, no bartender. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So I go behind the bar, make my drink, get this guy a Miller Lite in a bottle. And being a previous bartender, like I assumed, (laughs) like after looking at this small bar, where things would be and I instantly just like opened this bar cooler or beer cooler whatever you want to call it found Miller Lite (laughs) opened it for him gave it to him he gave me a five dollar bill I just put it on the register (laughs) I, I put my credit card up there and went back around to the other side and sat down and we just started drinking our drinks and I'm like, yeah, totally. This is how things are going to be, I guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, the girl, she had, like, this short, like, um, like just above the shoulder haircut. She was, like, blonde, super skinny. She was, like, all, like, talking on her phone to her boyfriend behind, <laughs> like, the bar. And I'm like, seriously? So... I just like leave, right? And I end up leaving my credit card. So I have to go back the next day in the morning. It was like 11 <laughs> o'clock. And I go back and it's the manager. He's like counting money, um, like doing inventory. And I'm like, hey, sorry, I was here last night and I left my credit card. Um, and I don't think I paid my, my tab. Um, I, I don't think a tab was made for me. And he's like, hey, I was watching security cameras this morning. Did you come behind the bar, make an old-fashioned, and open a bottle of Miller Lite? That is amazing. Yes. (laughs) And he's like, I 
fired the girl from last night. Do you want a job? Because I need to fill her, her <laughs> That's spot. That's amazing. <laughs> the holidays are fast approaching, and you know what that means. That's right. It's gifting season. Luckily, Zaya Active has everything you're looking for when it comes to premium, affordable, active, and loungewear for the whole family. Head over to myzaya.com backslash emmadon to start checking off your Christmas list from the comforts of home. With the extremely popular women's leggings to the stunning men's collection and ever-growing youth styles, you're bound to find something for everyone. Once again, that's myzaya.com backslash emmadon. And I'm like, wait, what? I don't live here. <laughs> and he's like, well, you clearly know how to bartend. And I'm like, well, I do. Yeah. But like, I don't live here. Like, I can't work here because I don't live oh here. Oh, my gosh. You know what would be crazy? <laughs> and I honestly, he was like, if you want to move, I will like pay for you. It was basically like one of those weekly motel kind of situations he's like i will pay for a motel for you if you want to move here if you want to start like basically it was like in two days <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck is it with tennessee like yes give us all the jobs but like we can't just move there <laughs> like honestly like i was just it was that is such an amazing story. And what would be so crazy if the fact that you actually end up doing that, then we would have never met. You know what I mean? I know. So like everything happened for a reason, but again, I'm now living this. And to be honest, when I finally got the news and everything, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm insane. Like, why do like, I am an idiot. Why am I doing this? Like, I'm going to be calling my girlfriend a little bit, like six months and say, this isn't working, you know, but now I'm stuck here because, you know, but, but it actually ended up working. And my family situation obviously isn't ideal. We're not on speaking terms. So I felt like, yeah, just felt, who cares? You know, I don't have parents. I don't have a family either. You know, if they're toxic, exactly, exactly. Just cut them out. And I, you know, do I sit here and go blind crying in the dark? Yeah, sure. But am I better off? Yeah, absolutely. And I know that now, like, um, at the time, like I I was really emotional and I was pretty much like just a nervous train wreck because I wasn't sure about me or my life or my decision or even Brian at that point about where we were in our relationship. And it got pretty rocky. Like when we first got out here, But now I would never change it ever. Julian is now in the best situation possible and I'm 10 times happier. I, I have a much better marriage. Like we got married, we got married, uh, we got married a year exactly to the first day that we got the news that he, um, uh, got the job. So our anniversary date is on, um, September 19th. Uh, 2018 and that was the like a year ago on that day was when he was like hey do you want to relocate with me and go move to Tennessee (laughs) (laughs) so we got married the day that he was like you know well we like each other so like (laughs) (laughs) 
that's yeah. cool though. Like that's a cool anniversary. I mean, day. I just I would I would love to hear like what my son will tell his kids and obviously maybe say like, but don't do it like grandma. Like, right? <laughs> like that's <laughs> probably not gonna be the ideal, like, yeah, just like uproot your entire life, like within two days. No, your story turned out. What Juju Bean is going to be telling, first of all, I'm going to be calling him Juju Bean as we like sent him oh, off yeah, to forever. college. That's his name forever, um, Juju Bean. But like, he's going to be telling his kids because your situation right. worked out. That's a good story. He's going to be like, well, this is a crazy story, but don't do what Aunt <laughs> Emma did because her love life is a tragic oh. train wreck. And you don't want to be Aww, like her. that's so sad. <laughs> no. You know what? Like, I'm actually pretty okay with it. I've been thinking about it because a friend of mine was like, hey, you should start dating, you know, because I moved back to Nevada. And I really, like, when I got out of Utah, I never felt comfortable in Utah. Even though, like, I woke up every day kind of feeling like I was living in a hotel. You're like, is this really my life? Like, like, in California and just never leaving, right? Is that the situation? Yeah. Kind of. It felt like, I don't know, like, the people there, I just, I every time I met someone, I just, I didn't feel like they were permanent. I felt like they were, like, every conversation, every person I met, even, like, the places that we lived like we didn't move around a ton but I did have to move around like a bit it all felt so like right. temporary like if you weren't gonna and meet someone like maybe you thought in the back of your mind it could work out but obviously it wasn't right because you couldn't see a future like, even just like regular people like the jobs I took like the people I met at work, like the friends that I had made, there's like a couple friends in Utah that I can see being like long-term friends, but like every single thing felt temporary. Like I never felt like when we went to a playground, I could visualize bringing Milo to that playground again and again and again and again. That like, makes sense. I don't know, but like, when I came back to Nevada, I was like, okay, like this could be it for me. So I bought like some house plants and I made this comment on Instagram when I posted a picture of my cute little plant babies that I was like, I've never felt settled enough to have house plants. <laughs> like something so mundane, literally something oh so goodness. mundane and like felt such like a big thing for me like this is a huge commitment and like, now that I have like it, it is like it's game over like we're doing this like this is where we're at now <laughs> this is great <laughs> like it might it might sound ridiculous but literally that was like a big step for me and I'd never had houseplants before never growing up never like in my adult life, even when like I lived on my own, um, which has been a really long time now, I have been on my own. Oh my god, let me even see if I want to say this. Like seventeen years, 
I think is the math on that. 17 years I have been on my own and not once in 17 years. No. 15. 15. Okay. 15 years. Not once in 15 years. 15 years have I felt settled enough to get a house plant. (laughs) Are you a pet owner like us? Or maybe you're soon to be adding a four-legged friend to your family this holiday season. Milo insisted on getting a dog. And once I saw Zeppelin, a chocolate golden doodle at an animal shelter, I knew she was the one for us. They instantly became best friends, and that's what inspired me to launch our canine supply shop, The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker has everything you need from puppy essentials to all your I have to have this items that you can't just not add to your cart. We have a strong focus on eco-friendly and natural products along with a wide range of trusted hemp and CBD treats, toys, salves, oils, and so much more. Visit thefetchingbarker.com today and remember that a portion of all proceeds go to support global conservation efforts to protect the planet our pets love. That's thefetchingbarker.com and feel free to go ahead and follow on Instagram at fetchingbarker. So I love this because I just watched like 28 Days by Sandra Bullock. And like, <laughs> you would think I, I just, would be I app, right? love this reference because I immediately go and think about like, um, you know, when is it okay if you, you know, have addiction or alcoholism? Like, when is it okay for you to have start a relationship, right? And the two rules that the therapist made was you've got to have a house oh God, I love this movie for a year. Keep it alive. And then yes. after that, you get a pet. And as long as your pet is a, a, is a, alive after the year and your plant, then you can go and have sex and have relations. And at the end of the movie, yes. you see one of the characters, I forget his name, but he's crying because he's like, I've had this plant for two years and it is dead. And now I can't have sex. Like, I am just like, oh, my gosh. Was that the first time Uh, you've ever seen that movie? Because I've been, I saw, I seriously saw that movie like a million years. It's one of my favorite movies. I love Sandra Bullock and anything. So I have seen it like a long time ago. But as like a kid, like a teenager. So me watching it as an adult. It is an older movie. When it first came out, I think I was like, I don't know, like 12 maybe. I don't know. But now watching it as like an an actual adult, like I can get the references. And like this guy at the end of the show was like, no, you don't understand. You can't tell me that I killed this plant. You have to tell me how to fix it (laughs) so I can have that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You get all the references. And literally like that's what one of my friends like DM'd me because I posted like this whole Instagram story, like almost in tears. Because I had gone to Home Depot and I had bought houseplants. And she was like, maybe you should start dating. That's amazing. I just love that we got that. And she's like, maybe it's time for you. Like, technically, you got Zeppelin. What, like, how old is he now? Three years old now? Right? Well, Zeppelin is one. 
Um, but I rescued her on St. Patrick's Day this year. So, like, literally the day I rescued her on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day of 2020, Salt Lake City shut down <laughs> March 18th of 2020. Oh. So, like, she's a pandemic puppy. <laughs> and um, honestly, like, I wouldn't have done it this way. But Milo was like, mommy, I oh want a goodness. dog. Mommy, mommy, I want a, I <sighs> want a dog. Mommy. And I'm like, fine. So I went on Pet Finder. And I was like, I'm just going to see what is like even around this area. So Pet Finder is like um, Zillow, but for pets. And- <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and like. Um, I just like, I put in my zip code and I put in that I was like looking for a dog and like, you can filter all these things. Like I wanted a dog that was housebroken, um, or house trained and good with kids. (laughs) I wish Um, we could have done this like within dating parameters. Like when we started dating, like before I met my first husband, Oh my god! I don't know, like picking out your own kids, maybe, maybe, you know, but that's, that's cool. I love, I love that. I love that. Have you noticed that we are rebranding over here at the Mommy Wines? We have a new logo, new segments coming soon, and of course, new merchandise. What better way to support the show than rocking your very own Mommy Wines podcast merch? Our new logo is presented on slouchy sweatshirts, tees, and tanks. We have items for men. We have items for babies. We have toddler stuff. We even have puppy hoodies for all the dogs out there listening. So make sure to head over to the Mommy Wines Podcast merch store available at Teespring and themommywines.com under the shop page. If you don't see anything you just can't live without, then you can always support the show by clicking the support button on anchor.fm backslash mommy-wines. Support and merch is always linked in the show notes below. Um, yeah, I would like a kid that <laughs> is potty trained and doesn't exercise parental abuse. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. That's amazing. Okay, Stork. Yeah. Bring me my child. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like I was looking for her and I found this little dog. He looked like Wishbone. Yeah. Do you remember like in elementary school watching the Wish, like the yes, Wishbone Adventures? Wishbone. Love it. I was like, oh, my God, like, this is the perfect dog for a little boy who wants a dog. Like, cool. So I go, this thing is insane. It's literally, like, oh, on man. meth. And I'm like, I, I can't take, I can't take this. This, it's, like, jumping. And it, like, was just sitting in the corner of its cage. And it's, like, all plexiglass. And it's, like, and it's, like, kennel, Right. In like this plexiglass quarantine kennel, and it's just bouncing in the corner, just up and down, up and down, up and down, like a hundred miles an hour, and then it starts like running laps, and I'm like, nope. okay, um, this isn't like the dog for me, and I think you should really update Pet Finder, 
Because uh, yeah, you're a liar. and those dogs need and a lot of energy, go look at, like, and they're super smart, dog. so they need a lot of training, and they need to be like all yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not down for that. I can't even potty train my kid. Mm. I'm not going to train a dog. So, so I'm like, okay, well, let's like see what else you have here. Since I'm here, I'm wearing my mask. You know, I don't want to waste my time. And I go in the back and they're like, well, you know, if you want a more like mellow kind of dog, we have this chocolate golden doodle that just came in, but she has to quarantine for five days and be examined by our vet before she's adoptable. And I'm like, okay, like, let's go look at that. And it was Zeppelin. And she just like, she has like these human eyes and she was just sitting with like her feet all proper and she just like looked up at me and she was like all dirty and like just like gross. And she just like batted. She has like green human looking eyes. And she just like batted her long eyelashes. And she's like, oh my God. And like we just had like a connection. And she entertains Milo, you know, because I think she like knows that that's her job. Um, but she's like my dog. And we just have like the best I don't know she's like well, my best friend I honestly I love, her love so that much. because I just love I love like seeing the pictures of her and the dog that you were describing I'm like that is not Zeppelin what, what are you talking about but I was obviously like yeah no, that pe- dog was on meth <laughs> it was I a swear meth to god it, it's fine it needed to go to rehab <laughs> for 28 days uh, seriously it had a it oh had a substance gosh. abuse problem. It was not in its right mind. It I I literally think this dog was insane and it was like barking every time it jumped. And I'm like, what like right. why? Why is he doing this? And they're like, <laughs> we don't know. And I'm like I thought you had a vet on staff. Uh, he like, was tweaking out basically. There's that's something that's wrong amazing. with him. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I just, I love the fact that Julian has Hercules, um, like they are best friends. Like he is eight years old and, um, and Julian is seven. So they're really close and they do everything together. So I love that for Milo and for you. So I love her. Oh my God. I know she's so like mellow and she's so nice the only thing i don't like is that she is like she was abused by her previous owners so this young couple from byu idaho decided that they wanted to get this designer dog went to this breeder in rexburg idaho um paid like 25 or 27 i'd have to look at her paperwork um hundred dollars for a puppy um, and then basically, like, Aww. neglected it, went on a mission and a honeymoon. So they were gone for three years where Zeppelin was, like, mostly put with, like, a border. Aww. And she was attacked by two dogs at the border. Um, and then she was bounced around from, like, family member's house to family member's house. The dude... In the relationship, like, beat the crap out of the dog oh and gosh. his girlfriend. Um, so the girlfriend uh, decided to surrender Zeppelin at the West Valley City Animal Shelter in Salt Lake with all of her breeder paperwork, 
and her like American Kennel Club documents and That's so just sad. like all of that. Um and so she's still like really anxious. She's gotten really comfortable with us at home here. But like I take her oh everywhere. Oh my gosh. Like she doesn't really get left at home that much, but like she just gets anxious. Like she'll bark at things or she'll get nervous. Um but she's really adjusted like really I'm well. I'm so glad. And I have her registered as like an ESA so like basically I just it's just like I don't know like you always see like those country dudes with like a pickup truck (laughs) and like a dog I'm just like the female version of that but like instead of a pickup truck I drive a Ford Escape (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) and like instead of like a coon dog I have a golden (laughs) doodle that's amazing I love it (laughs) but like yeah, maybe we should do like one of those yes, photo shoots with Hercules together. Like Zeppelin. <laughs> oh man, that would be amazing. Yeah, you always see like men, especially like middle-aged men with like cowboy hats and a pickup truck and they yep. they're just a single dude with a dog. I'm like just the <laughs> girl version of that. I have my soccer mom mobile and my dog. You I know, mean, I'm gonna switch out not, like a Budweiser yeah, for a glass of wine. Date you, like at all? Like that is like the perfect. Yeah, everybody. Oh my like, god, everyone! As soon as you, everyone you would not want to date me. <laughs> you are so available. Like that. That would be a perfect. Like you should put that on Tinder or whatever app that it is now. Because I'm so out of the loop on dating. I don't even know, and um, I don't get it. Oh my god. I should put, I should, so I oh, have a geez. plenty of fish profile. I don't know if that's the right one, but that's what my friend told me to do. And she's like, oh yeah. So back to the story. I'm like drunk. So this is a fun <laughs> podcast. Um, I got these house plants and my friend was like, you should date. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? The worst that's going to happen is I'm going to get really good content for my podcast and I might have to sit through a couple miserable dinners. Um, The best thing that could happen is who knows, maybe I find someone I'm just going to sit in a rocking chair on a front porch and watch the sunset as we grow old together. Um, Both make me want to vomit. Does it really? Uh, You're just like, man, no. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, you know, but you it. you have a wonderful life with um with Milo. So I mean, if the right person comes along, great. If they don't, like, I feel like you're just so independent enough that you're okay with that. I don't think a lot of people are okay with being alone and being independent. Not not necessarily, right? See, and I think that works against me right. two ways. I think there's men out there who say that they want an independent woman. They want someone who has their own things going on. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah. that's, a, that's no. a fucking lie. They don't. Um, especially out here. And I think, you know, also a reason why I'm a bit meh about it is because Milo has so much crap going on with his dad. 
like, I don't think I would feel comfortable dating until Milo is at an age where he can tell me yes or no. Like, is he, if something makes him uncomfortable, like, I want him to get old enough to where he can kind of understand his own emotions. And hopefully I, like, teach him how to express them in an appropriate way. And we can kind of talk about it. But, like, right now, he's so young, and I think he's just dealing with, like, his own piece of crap, Dad. I don't want to bring, like, another shit show into the mix, regardless of how, like, maybe stable some dude may be. Dudes are just as much of a shit show as us. Don't even let them tell you any different. I mean, like, but also, like, I don't know if this is my endgame place. Like, I, I'm making moves and working towards moving to Nashville (laughs) just because I'm so excited. Like I just, even just like looking at the houses and like, I've been on Google earth for four days straight, just like roaming the neighborhood, (laughs) like a fucking stalker. Um, you know, with my little yellow person, just like, taking a walk down the sidewalk you know checking things out and I don't know like Nashville felt like home to me three times in my life and I, I, I kind of think that's like you my own and you gotta do you and you gotta live your best life and you have to do what's best for you you know and for Milo Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of financial freedom and time flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere, completely stress-free. Though that would be nice (laughs) and a total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work from home opportunity. No, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme or another MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. Yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son, how we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown, and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that is in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Basically, anybody who wishes to leave the chains of the cubicle behind. For more information and to enroll today, visit edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources. It's like, I was thinking like, I want, I kept thinking like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And I was talking to a friend of mine back home the other day and he was like, what what does coming home mean to you? Like, why do you want this? And I was like, I want a, like, support system. I want 
my my friends I want like Milo to grow up with like kids that like we're close with you know like I want him to be able to have a childhood and I want him to be able to have like be invited to birthday parties or like spend holidays with people you know like barbecues and stuff because he's never experienced that he's been to one birthday party in his whole life and like he doesn't know what it's like to play with other kids and he doesn't know what it's like to have friends and he doesn't know what it's like to go to like he had no idea what to do with this (laughs) fucking birthday party and he, he was just like totally lost and confused and like that it was like bittersweet because I'm like oh my god he finally got invited but then on the other hand I was like he's like almost four years old and he doesn't know how to act and I understand that and I want better for him I'm obviously gonna have to go to court to relocate because his dad could care less because he's a stupid (laughs) piece of shit and I hope he dies um but anyway (laughs) that's exactly how I feel man um but like and then I was saying he and my like I was talking to my friend he's not married he doesn't have kids and he's like, do you think that's still Ohio? He's like, because everyone that you're kind of talking about is gone. And they're all, like, uh, uh, quite a few of my friends really? are in Nashville. Or, like, not, like, a lot, of, like, that's quite awesome. a few of them are in Tennessee. And, like, a lot of the people that I've connected with through my podcast are in Tennessee. And I think just the more condensed area of like Nashville like I could go to South Carolina I can go to North Carolina I can go to Georgia I can go to Kentucky and it's all like relatively close to like living out west where everything like my minimum trip to get to Costco is four hours so yeah so like Reno four hours Salt Lake four hours I can go to Twin Falls, but, like, I've never even been there. And that's, like, two yeah, you're hours just and 45 like out minutes. there in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you I'm are. in the desert. And, like, I love Spring Creek. I really do. Like, I love so many different things about Nevada. But, like, if Milo's dad is con- going to continue to work here, um, it's no. not like I'm never going to come and back again. here. Like I have the flexibility with my well, job. Yeah, like I can, can just come back and live. Forth. I mean, so one of the big things that I was worried about is because I have my, you know, child custody and everything. Like my jurisdiction was in Nevada, right? Because that's where I was born and raised. That's where Julian was born. And then when I moved to Tennessee, I just figured, oh, like you know, this isn't going to work or whatever, right? But it did. It did. Like I was able to move. His dad was already gone and out of the picture and living in Texas. So, like, for me, I was nervous for the longest time. Oh, God. I would freaking love it if Milo's dad would move to Texas. <laughs> well, I just. <laughs> I know. I know. But the care. thing Get is, the like, for me, like, I was able to do that because, I mean, he wasn't necessarily in the picture. Now, there was a time for about a year where he did move to Tennessee and he did try to make it work. And we tried, but he didn't. 
obviously he just couldn't do it. He couldn't find a job. He was still a loser. He had no car, no nothing. And he didn't know anything about his kid and he didn't want to. So it wasn't going to happen either way, but granted he's still responsible and paid child support because I still have, you know, legal documentation from Nevada. I don't know what, I mean, you probably have to talk to someone, but I don't see why not, why you wouldn't be able to move. I don't think Michael can technically be like, Oh, you're kidnapping my son or something crazy like that. But, um, in Utah, that's what it would be. They straight up told me because I had this lawyer, like the first lawyer, I went through two lawyers during my custody battle. The first one told me that, oh, of course, we're going to get your car back. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a lie. They also said, oh, it's not going to be a problem if you want to go home. Um, You know, you're probably going to get full custody, which I did. That's the only thing they didn't lie about. Um, but for me to go home, I have to give, well, this was in Utah. I don't even know what it's going to be like in Nevada. Um, but in Utah, I have to give Milo's dad a 30 day written notice, um, before moving. And he has those 30 days to contest it, which is like, we would have to go back to custody court and, like, a judge would decide if I could move hmm. or not. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy to me. But I'm going to wait until I'm re-ready to buy a house because Utah <laughs> basically, like, fucked my life up. And, um, like, I was, like, kind of finishing up building a house there and then I was like you know what I can't do this anymore Utah literally like makes me want to throw up every time I like realize or remember that I live here so I'm gonna move to Nevada and you can just like you can just take the house like you can just have it it's fine I don't want it anymore but again (laughs) you have to do what's best for you I don't think like if Brian and I didn't make it and I just try to stay out in Nevada I was probably going to have to move just because of how everything uh, you know happened and now that for sure the pandemic happened I'm very grateful and very happy that I'm not even in Nevada right now not that you being in Nevada is a problem but where I was living where I'm at and where my family was, it just was not a good situation either way, you know? Um, Right. Oh, yeah. I think, like, out here, it's pretty normal. Like, nothing is really, I feel like, going on. Like, nobody, not a lot of people wear masks. Um, Nothing is really closed. Like, the restaurant people, like, if you go out to eat, like, the servers are wearing masks and um, a lot of right. the pool tables are out of the bars um, <laughs> or the one bar that I go to. Um, you're not allowed to play pool anymore. <laughs> um, but besides that, it's like life is normal. But in Vegas, I have friends down there still from when I lived there. And they were like, oh, yeah. Like, the entire yeah. city shut down for, like, yeah. five months. And I'm like, it's a little it dramatic, is. don't you think? Like, 
Thank God I worked for myself. Yes, like, I could did. You imagine having like, well, you, you, did. Did. you had a regular Basically, job. Before COVID, I finally got a job where I was hired on based on referral because I work, I do a lot of networking events through the chamber here locally. And Murfreesboro is still like a big town, but small town, like everybody still knows everybody. And, you know, I, I love it because if someone was that. like looking for someone, I could go on, you know, the website or go into these people that I have contacts now and say, Hey, I'm looking for a job. Not even like two days later, I got a referral, got hired on the spot. Mm-hmm. It was a salary job. I could work from home and I could travel. All I had to do was the inspections, deal with the owners and deal with the vendors. And as long as I turned everything okay, my boss was totally fine. Well, then when the pandemic happened, he then wanted everybody in the office and then he did close it where everybody wasn't in the office, but then he couldn't run his business effectively because it was property management. And that's my whole experience, right? And then it became, it then became a problem. Like, what do we do with the tenants and how, how do we handle rent and how do we do this? And we still didn't have a lot of answers. And then Julian's school closed down. And then I didn't know what to do. I had to stay at home. I couldn't go into the office. There was no way for me. Julian was at home and the school was closed and that was it, you know? So it worked out for a little bit. Then I was let go. And basically they told me like it wasn't working out. Like I had to be coming into the office that starting that Monday and I couldn't because I still didn't have a child daycare and the whole state was shut down, <laughs> you know? Um, that's so crazy. I cannot even believe the amount of people that were fired yeah. from their jobs in right. the midst of and COVID. Honestly, because like, of I, COVID. I, everything probably uh, would have worked out if it, everything was normal or whatever. But honestly, I pretty much had to like figure it out. I had to get a job like working at a gas station, working 50 hours a week just to even have something in the meantime. But, you know, I, like, okay. I just got a phone call today at like 5.30 from Julian's school. Yes, so from school, oh, yeah, we were basically texting. they're telling me like, hey, so we're today as of November 1, 2020, we were notified that a student slash staff member at the school has a confirmed or suspected case of the COVID-19. I am reading oh, the verb verbatim of what this letter is. Now it says that the student slash staff member is in isolation and will not return until medical authorities have determined that it is safe. Uh, no, that's the thing. They Do they don't. even know? And then, so I get a message like, at 5.30 on a Sunday. Okay, my son's supposed to go back to school tomorrow. Okay. And it now says, at this time, we believe your kid has had direct contact within six feet for more than 10 minutes with this individual. Your your child's class and anyone with direct contact will be quarantined for 14 days from last contact. Your child was possibly exposed on October 28th, 2020 which was the last day of contact and will not, and will be able to return to school and ESP. So the after school program on November 12th, as long as your child does not have symptoms, 
We will notify you from your teacher on further instructions for remote learning as soon as possible. So like Julian is, this is uh, like, we may believe we suspect, like it's not like confirmed, like I don't like this at all. So now my, because of maybe a person has COVID in a classroom, which they opened school back up in October. So it's not been even in a month yet. And like, so yeah, exactly. I just now started a new job, like not even two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I just started a new job. I now got a raise. And then now I have to call my boss tomorrow and say, Hey, just so you know, I have to stay at home now for 14 days because my kid was exposed, but they cannot confirm or deny or they suspect and he might have had contact, but we don't know. So <laughs> I don't I don't know your stance on COVID, but for me, this whole possibly wishy-washy, unsure, living off of fear crap is like literally blowing up people's lives for pretty much no reason. Like right. COVID isn't new. This is the 19th well, and version it's Lysol, of this. Right? This is... Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been around, people. Like, I don't... I just... I feel like the media has blown this up out of proportion so bad Absolutely. to hide other things. And, like, you know what I'm more afraid of? <laughs> yeah. Pneumonia. Or, like, um, food poisoning. Because that fucking sucks. Or cancer. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Right? Like, something legitimate. Like, not saying COVID isn't a real thing. But, like, the fact that the whole world is responding so aggressively. You're, like, I don't think people realize that COVID is, like, People are losing their homes yeah, and like their this jobs. Will be not and only the, this like, would be probably the third job since this whole thing has happened that I have lost because of COVID. And I don't know about you, but there's only so much time that I can pay rent. I can pay my obligations or do so much where now, I mean, granted, I, again, I live in Tennessee and I don't have family members. It's not like I can go drop them off you know, at his grandparents or whatever. And like, you know, yeah, me and you were in the same boat. Like I don't have family. I would feel better if this email or the phone call that I did get from the principal was like, we have a confirmed case. It was in your classroom. Your son was exposed. He cannot come to school until like he has either tested and like proves that he doesn't have it. And then he can come back or like, you just have to, you know, wait for 14 days. The fact that it is, Right. Well, yeah, no, go to an urgent well, care. Well, that's what I did. Get him rapid tested. <laughs> wait 20 minutes. It comes back well, negative. Well, that's the thing. I have a feeling that even school. if I do that tomorrow, they're going to still have me quarantine him where he can't even go to after school, uh, after school care. Oh, absolutely. And he can't even they go will. to school because now they've determined. But I don't like the language at all. I don't like the we believe. We, it is so, like, now my wishy-washy. life, I now just readjusted again to my own situation. Like Julian was 
So when the school shut down in March, like they ended school, like basically in May, like May, they, the school here normally closes at May anyways, but they closed it like pretty much like a month early. And then, so during that whole summer, I just was watching Julian, right? And he um, didn't start his online class until October uh, or August, late August. They then changed it where they were going to be like, okay, you know, we'll do it online and then we'll slowly go back to school. And so then they, they made an announcement like September 28th, kids are now mandated to go back. So we were online and then they told us that our kids had to go back. And then, so I was like, okay, I'll send Julian. And I felt wishy-washy about it, but then I kind of was like, well, maybe, okay, we're going back to normal. He'll go to school. I can now have a normal job. I'm not working overnights at a gas station. And then as soon as that, that gets started, like not even a month later, like they basically tell me like around, you know, October 28th, like he was exposed. Why didn't I get a phone call then? Why didn't I get an email then? That's on a Wednesday. Right. That's a Wednesday. I would have been able to prep, not calling me and emailing me on a Sunday night at 5.30 and I have to start at my job tomorrow at 8 a.m. Like, what am I supposed to do now? It, yeah, that gives you, so like, no upset. time. <laughs> like, and obviously 5.30, daycares... Even, like, the drop-off, like, I don't know if they have these in Tennessee. They definitely don't have them here. But, like, in some cities, they have, like, the the drop-in daycare where you can basically just, like, not know a single person, not sign any paperwork, just basically drop your kid off with strangers for a day. And it's, like, even if they had something like that, I'm sure yeah. things like that right now have a waiting list. But at 5.30, no. and that's they're the not going to be open. I was so upset. I was like, great, what am I going to do? Now, thankfully, I called my boss, like, right away. I sent her the email so that she would know that I'm, like, legit. You know, it just happened. And she basically told me, she's like, you know what? Just take you, take care of you and your son. Let me know how it's going to go. But go ahead and get tested because you can't come back to work until you are tested as well, Right. And so I'm okay with it. Now I've already like scheduled an appointment because here in Tennessee, like I said, the tests here, um, there are some clinics that have the rapid testing, but you have to schedule like in advance. And sometimes you have to wait for hours just to even get, get in line. And they only have a certain amount for the day. Like sometimes they only have like, I think they can only Mm, do like 50 tests for the day. Like, or whatever. So like, I basically, as soon as I found out, I went online, I booked it. They had one available for two at 1230. So tomorrow at 1230, I'm going to go over there. But man, um, if I didn't get, um, I barely had enough time to even do that. And then like, if I didn't get that, then I would have to go to a regular clinic, stay out there for God knows how long. And then wait for like three to five businesses just to even see if we even have it. <laughs> and then that's me just sitting around, not, oh you know what God. I mean? So like, I'm already. I like, I can't even imagine what living in COVID has been like for you. I know I've gotten some comments from listeners of the show 
who are like, you know, you're so blunt about how you feel about COVID and you just like, you don't even know because you work for yourself and it's really hard. And like, I get it. It's really hard. I honestly, like I get frustrated. Like I'm mad at COVID just hearing other people's experiences that they're having with COVID. Like, like me and Milo, we don't wear masks. We've never been tested. I've never had to call off of work or be like fearful that I'm losing my job. I've never had to take Milo in or out, in and out, in and out of school. Like, like surprisingly, like COVID kind of happened in a really good time for us personally, because Milo's younger still. He's not potty trained. He will. I've given up all hope for that. <laughs> he will. So he's I'm never going to go to he preschool. Will, he will. He will, um, learn. he will get it once it's his time. He's probably just not ready, or he's just too stubborn. One or the two. But yeah, no, it is yeah. awful. I have. I have changed jobs. Like even just getting a job is even more difficult. I have to now work at like I used to make salary and make almost twenty bucks an hour. Well, yeah. not anymore. How is, how is, I, I'm bringing you on board. How has your pro advisor You know, testing, it's actually been going really well, but going. I thought I was, I thought I only had two more sections and apparently I think they already updated it because now I have like four. Yeah. It's telling it me now I have forcing you to take more? more. And I'm just like, I swear I only had two yesterday. So some they update because it's clap because QuickBooks is cloud based. They update in batches, so like I could probably log on yeah. and not see an update. It's crazy, but you probably can. Like I think, and I think they go by regions. So like QuickBooks is based on the East Coast, so I think they go by like regions because I had a couple other people. Even like QuickBooks accountant care that were right. like, well, we're not seeing what you're seeing. Right. And they were like in Georgia. So I, I really do think like they update starting in the East Coast right. and then they update in batches by region. Who knows? I'm not a tech person, so I don't even know how like updating a internet thing works, but like. From my experience working with QuickBooks in the cloud-based online program is, like, that's kind of how it seems to be going. So, like, yeah. I bet you'll get And I honestly think that that's what happened I because I swear I was at, like, 85% and then I only had, like, two lessons left and I was going through it. And then um, later in the afternoon, I was like, wait, why is it – why do I have, like, eight now? And why does it say I have 44%? I was like, I swear I just did all of these. So I think it already updated. And to be honest – after getting that email and that phone call, I had to just drop it, whatever I was doing and just handle that, you know? So I haven't been able to do it. Yeah. Well, you, if you guys have to quarantine I basically for 14 days and you're going to be home with Julia for 14 days. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. It's like the perfect time. Everything I think happens yes. for a reason, even the super shitty stuff. But like, I am oh my so gosh, I am to too. have you come on I am board just as a looking forward to it I, because I've always wanted to do business like with you. It, 
because I feel like, you know how people are like, oh yeah, like I'm going to go into business and I'm going to do it with like my best friend and then, or their brother. And then it blows up and like, you know, you find out like the brother like was laundering money or stealing from them and like this big ordeal or whatever. Like, I just don't (laughs) think like you could ever do that to me, like ever, because I feel like we're so... No, like I don't I just, think you're I gonna really... launder money from my company. I'm pretty 62. like I'm like sixty two. I don't like the odds. <laughs> I just I just feel like you and I have been able to be so blunt with each other that we don't and we've been through some stuff. So like I feel like that's tasted tested our whole relationship Dude. to the point where it's like, you know what? You know, if you can survive a blowout and we're, you know, stuff happens then you could probably do this and we can be blunt enough to talk about it and resolve it on our own you know because we've been through (laughs) so you guys that is where I'm gonna leave this episode off we are just two best friends who When we get to talking and when we are able to connect between our families and time zones, it is just a whirlwind. So if you love this episode, go ahead, make sure to leave a rating and review. And yeah, I am going to have part two coming soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.